Hey, 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 everybody. Today, a few podcast number 64. Today's podcast is titled, Nobody Wants to Have Anxiety. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and this is the Limitless Life Network podcast where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life you were called to lead. And of course, I have right next to me my lovely, beautiful wife, Sandy, with a beautiful smile. Um, thank you for being on the podcast. Of course. Once again, yes, back by popular demand. I know Jenny Johnson loves hearing your voice. Yeah, she mentioned that to me again this week. Oh, I haven't <laughs> she, seen her in a long time. Well, she's a raving fan, without a doubt. <laughs> she listens each and every week. So uh, shout out to uh, to Jenny. She's wonderful. Um, so I want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for taking time and listening to the podcast, and we've been getting some requests this week, which we asked for last week, I, I just mm-hmm. kind of off the cuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, you know, your request, uh, we're going to deliver today. We've got some amazing content, I think. Um, but thanks for taking time out. You know, gratitude is the best place to begin, and I love starting with gratitude. And, um, you know, if you really love this content, be sure to hit the subscribe button, like, follow, share, share with a friend, share with a coworker, share with a loved one. Uh, sharing is caring. So uh, the more people that hear the content, we believe it'll make a better impact in the world. So we're just looking for more positivity. So on with the show. Here we go. So today's episode is titled... Nobody wants to have anxiety. And that I think is true. I don't think anybody wants to have anxiety. So... The backstory is quite interesting, I think. We've had, um, the previous week I alluded to Dr. Chris Brown um, sharing something with me prior to recording last week's podcast, and it just wasn't enough time to digest it all. And I I listened to this uh, sermon that he sent me, and it was like one of those like very memorable, very uh, applicable one because it spoke to this hot topic, this endemic topic, this topic that is just kind of throughout our whole, it's permeated our whole society world, and that is anxiety mm-hmm. um, and and stress. Like stress and anxiety is more prevalent than ever, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, do you know people that are more stressed or would you say people are less stressed? A lot of stress. Yeah. yeah. More anxious or less anxious? Very anxious. Very anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, so let's get on with it because I think uh, we've got some some really, and again, these were not. And this really isn't all of our doing. We've just kind of digested it and uh, I don't know, curated some of this information to try to distill down this. And before you even go on, I would wanted to share um, when we were listening to it, and the pastor gave a definition of anxiety. And prior to his definition of anxiety. I would have said, I do not have anxiety. And so some of you might be thinking, I don't have anxiety. But you might rethink that <laughs> as we go through this because there's a lot of this that I think many of us do, and it adds to our stress. We might not technically call it anxiety because we that today is like a diagnosis, right, of 
of a, you know, a particular um, mental state. Um, I think that's how we, a lot of us put it, you know, think about it. But um, I know I related to a lot of these points. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I think that's important. So he definitely led off with like this idea of one and done. Wouldn't we love to be just one and done with something? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and he basically said the culmination of it is anxiety is not a one and done. Like you can have a feel good moment and it's it's not going to be a one and done deal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he defined anxiety as being torn or pulled in multiple directions, right? Yeah. And that caught me like, well, yes, that's totally me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what happens when we're torn and pulled in multiple directions? And that is we're constantly being stressed Mm -hmm. and we're constantly being asked to make decisions and accommodations and plans. And and it leads to more and more of your thought process. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think if, if you guys can relate, like your mind is never at rest. Like there's just too many options, too many things going on. And I just, sometimes you just feel like, oh my goodness, if it would just stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, he, and he went on to say that, you know, we start to get all these what ifs that are generated. What if I do this? What if I do that? What if I go here? What if I, what if so-and-so says this? What if they don't like this? What if they do like this, but so-and-so doesn't like, you know, and all these what ifs multiply in our mind and it adds another 10 pounds to our spiritual backpack is what he really talked about. Mm-hmm. And he talked about carrying a backpack, and I can relate because last weekend I carried a backpack around the mountains. And I'll tell you, nothing feels better than at the end of the day and taking off the backpack and just throwing it down mm-hmm. because you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so much lighter. I feel so much more relieved. My shoulders are finally feeling like I can move them again. Yeah. Right? Well, and that's what the pastor really wanted you to visualize was what you just said. Like you were exhausted, right? We're exhausted from all that we're carrying. And you didn't just like let the backpack slide down gently. You were ready to throw it down. Yeah. And we need to be ready to throw it down. Yeah, just dump it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very good. Um, and, And here's the thing, you know, that's what God's plan is for us is, is, for you know us to experience um, our anxieties in a way that we have peace and we're not the victim of these anxieties and we're not a prisoner of worry. And, and I wrote that note down because and I wanted to share that because that kind of hit home to me is that you can recognize when somebody else is playing the victim, but it is really challenging sometimes to know when you're playing the mm-hmm. victim and when you're in this sort of prison of of worries and um and and, and we all fall that we all can be suspect to that we all, all can right. we can all uh be liable for that so um anyway let's uh move on here and uh, the, you know l- the first one is is number 1 is um has to do with that very thing, which is that load that we're carrying. And number one is take off your backpack and leave it. So, you know, what is, what are we, what are we learning from that? Take off your backpack and leave it, leave it there. Just, right. I think we got ahead of ourselves. We pretty much just talked about, well, no, yeah. I know we've got more to say. I, I definitely have more to say about that. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got, you know, in, in Matthew's chapter six thirty one. therefore do not be anxious. So, the point there is to not let these things dominate our life, mm-hmm. right? And that, and we drive ourselves endlessly in search of of our needs, 
And he's really saying here that we need to seek him first. Yeah. Right? So in prayer, right? Yeah. And and that's he wants us to do that is to basically the load of anxiety must be placed on the Lord. That's what it says in, in Philippians uh, six, chapter six, uh, or verse chapter four, verse six and seven. And we're not to not really created to carry the load ourselves, right? Right? Yeah, I actually wrote those down. So do not be anxious about mm-hmm. anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So there's a lot of keys in there, right? Like in every situation, not just what we think are the hard ones or the things that would matter to God. Like he cares about every little thing by prayer and petition. So not just a vague prayer details, like he wants to really know the specifics, Mm -hmm. not that he doesn't know them, but he wants you to talk to him about them and thanksgiving. Like that's huge. Our attitude. Um, Can we bring the concern with thanksgiving? Right. Yeah, that gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another term, and in, instead of petition, there's the word supplication, mm-hmm. and and that means not being vague. It means being specific about what we're praying about and giving those specifics, like you said, with thanksgiving, with gratitude, and and looking at the things that you've already been blessed with. Um, instead, we have this different idea sometimes. You know, the world pulls us to look at what we don't have mm-hmm. instead of what we do have. Yeah, and I, I'm thinking of a dear friend who's going through a really challenging time, and it's overwhelming, and there aren't easy answers. Mm-hmm. And I, I think for her, like every morning when her eyes wake up, it's talking with God about it and mm-hmm. turning it over specifically. Like today, I turn over and and list the very specific thing, and um, and people turning over people in in her lives, and for all of you, like. <clears throat> There's things that are daily in front of you, and it might not look a lot different than it did yesterday or a week ago. But if we can continually daily turn it over every morning to him, we will see change because there will be a change happening in us, even if there isn't a change happening in the circumstance or the situation that we're in. Mm, Yeah, very good. And a couple more things that I kind of gathered from this was that we're not really designed to carry the load. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, is that God is designed to carry the load. Like he, he can carry the load. Like he can carry it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right. And he wants to, <laughs> that's, that's the best part. Like we don't want, even want to have to carry it, but we think we do have to carry it, mm-hmm. but he wants to carry it. And but we, he just wants us to give it to him. Right. We can be so arrogant thinking that we're so strong and we don't need him. And, and to me, that's the hardest part mm-hmm. is, that, is that surrender part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to point number two. Um, point number two is peace is more than the absence of anxiety. Mm. So you got anything on that? Yeah, um, he referenced Psalm 55 there. Um, let me pull that up. Cast your... Cast your burden upon the Lord. Yeah. Um, well, this is um, and David in the psalm, you know, pleading with God to hear his prayer. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me. I am distraught. So, yeah, like, it's it's bringing it before the Lord. Um, 
but I think a lot of it is the attitude we talked about is like thinking you can do it yourself. And like so many times I, or, or people I know, well, I've always done that myself or, you know, I don't hate to ask people for help or feel that I need help. And that's that just false sense of, you know, that you're strong enough and, um, but welcoming God in brings in a whole different peace aspect where mm-hmm. it's his peace that fills you, not like, oh yeah, I did that on my own. Like that's a feel good thing, but this is a totally different piece when we can really surrender it. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, the, the couple of lines that this pastor said, and I wrote them down pretty close to verbatim and it, it's beyond our own understanding is one of the things he said, we can't explain it, but we can feel it. Mm-hmm. He will sustain you. What has created anxiety in our life, in your life, is is me trying to sustain me, uh, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard for a man to say, I don't have what it takes. It really is. That's that surrender part. And and that's where we've we've just got to surrender that. And and you know, it's to guard my heart and mind, right? Through that very thing. That brings us to really point number three, mm-hmm. which is guard your heart and mind. So what does that mean? Guard your heart and mind. Your heart, your emotions, right? And your mind, your thoughts. So yeah. how do we guard them? Like he gave us examples like we try to guard things thinking we can keep it the way it is. It might be like in a military situation or war. Um, he was talking about the Middle East. Like we mm-hmm. we establish peace and then we think we bring our military in and we can keep that peace. But mm-hmm. in reality, we can't ever keep peace. The only peace we're ever going to keep is the one that's inside of us through Christ. Um, you know, that's just our own yeah, we work so hard yeah. for peace in the Middle East. We pray for it. We we fight for it, and it's brief. You know, it's just in the in the history of the world. It's all, peace is so brief in the Middle East, and it's so fragile. We have to try to protect it all the time. We have to constantly be putting this energy into trying to protect it. And you know, that's crazy. God's peace says you can't you can't guard my peace. Mm-hmm. His peace will guard us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. God's peace guards my thoughts and my emotion. And um, yeah, so anxiety is not a one and done. What's number four? Number four. With the right focus, anxiety grows dim. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> with enough, with the right focus, anxiety grows dim. Yeah, we were talking like if your mind is steadfast on God and you can quiet some of the noise and the busyness, you can just let that kind of really dim in the background. And, um, you know, there's so much out there, whether it be social media or the news, that's just putting all of these thoughts and drawing for our attention. And most of it's the negative. Um, we need to set that further in the background. And, um, yeah, yeah. I think it was Isaiah twenty six three, and it talked about you, you God, keep him in perfect peace because you keep my mind stayed upon him. Yeah, stayed steadfast. Yeah, mm-hmm. steadfast. So here's the one thing we have to do. That's the one thing. It's if you want a one and done, this is it. But it's mm-hmm. a constant one. It's an everyday one. Keep your eyes on me. We are not called to guard the peace of God, but we are called to keep focus on the presence of God. So think about that. You're not just called to guard. Right? You're not just called to guard the peace of God, not at all, but we're called to keep 
the focus on the presence of God. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a totally different way to live. It's a totally different way to live. And the, and the scary, the weird thing is, is that to be different is like taking a risk. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're you're mate. You have to. You you almost feel like you need to have permission to be a different person. Okay. Right. Like so, I was talking about this with um, with Doctor Tim, and that is that you know oftentimes you have to give people like a whole new personality that they are this new person so they can see themselves in a different light than they've always seen themselves before mm, okay. you know like mm-hmm. we we can always see ourselves as this person that oh can never get past a problem i'm always oh that's me i'm always there but in order to get past that problem maybe you have to take on a whole new identity as the person that is successful at you know, keeping their eyes on the -hmm. peace of God. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Flip the script. Yeah, flip the script, so to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that brings us to really point number five. And point number five is, Mm -hmm. can you sing behind bars? What is that? kind of alluded to (laughs) Paul, and he was encouraging the church from behind bars. He was in prison. So even if your situation has you feeling like you're in prison... And you might be in in prison to your worry and your self doubt, um, but can you still sing? Like, will you still have the peace in you to really be able to still praise and acknowledge and be thankful mm-hmm. when you're in that situation? Yeah, yeah. And and this pastor called everybody to you know said, hey, there's a lot of talkers out there, mm-hmm. but what about doers? And he said, find yourself somebody who's doing it. Right. So find somebody, the one that can is the one who has peace in all circumstances. Yeah. You know, that's just such a great idea. Like who sticks out to you that is just seems like they have peace in all circumstances. Like they have every right by the world standards to be anxious and stressed and worried, but yet they are singing behind bars Mm -hmm. because they have peace in the midst of what it looks like and an absolute chaotic experience in life. Those are the people you need to look at. Right. Right. Yeah. And he referenced um, a verse many of you are familiar with um, out of Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And if we really meditate on all of that, God is all of that. God is pure. God is truth. God is admirable. He's trustworthy. So if you just focus on God, all of those other things are what you're thinking about. Um, Mm -hmm. And it flips to a very positive and um, looking for good. And I, that just comes to me so strongly, like so much now is so evil but God is still so good and there's still so much good. There's good people all around you and I, we just have to look for it. Yeah. When we talk about guarding your minds and we, I don't know if we hit this hard enough, it, honestly, I'm just going to kind of go back to it, but guarding your, your thoughts and, and like, you know, he mentioned like how, look at your phone, like how many hours of screen time you've got on your phone mm-hmm. because you, that's put it, that's occupying your thoughts. Right. And so are those thoughts, what she just listed are those honorable, just, pure, lovely, and commendable? Mm-hmm. 
because more than likely they're not. More than likely they're all the things that drive anxiety. And we see that, that that's why anxiety is skyrocketing today is because we're marinating our brains and our thoughts mm-hmm. in social media, in the big screen TV, in movies, you know, and, and streaming and binge watching and all the things that aren't necessarily super positive. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, really put that into action, put that into play this week. Yeah. And I really believe it's got to be in the word. You've got to be in the word, reading scripture. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't know where, it, I think I used to like look, oh, I had to find the right chapter to find the specific thing that was bothering me. You could open the book anywhere and it will speak to you with whatever is going on that day. I find that over and over again. So just read, just yeah. read. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. You know, this the the name of this podcast is Limitless Life Network, right? And the whole point is that this whole topic here of anxiety and worry is a huge limitation. Mm, this yeah. this is a huge limitation that is preventing you from not just reaching goals, but living the life you were called to lead. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, give a listen to this. Um, you know, I, th- I think uh, we could even make that actual sermon available. We should probably sure. share that link mm-hmm. uh, because I know that, that that pastor just did a great job and and his message I think is, is a timeless one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm very happy that uh, Dr. Chris Brown share, shared that with me so I could share it with all of you. Uh, but that's uh, that's all we have for this week's edition, right? Unless you have anything else to add? Nope. Okay. That's all we have for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. Tune in each and every week to stay connected, be inspired, and keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. And we will see you back next week. <laughs> <laughs>